Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Last night, though, in the world of sports, the Dukes kept on rolling. JMU defeated Marshall. It was, uh, I believe, rock fight is the kind of game they described that as. It was 3-2 to two in the third quarter. I uh, thought, thought it may have been playoff baseball for a minute there. Uh, the Dukes broke it open. A, a big win for them to go to 7-0, and avoid the trap game. Uh, 20-9 winners over Marshall. Jordan McLeod, uh, the quarterback for JMU, got hurt in the third quarter, uh, headed to the bench for a minute, came back out, gutted it out, 264 yards. Here's JMU coach Kurt Signetti weighing in on the Dukes, now 7-0. and Win on the road. Defense was outstanding. Uh, they scored nine points offense game two, teams game seven. Um, we're, it wasn't a uh, perfect, pretty game by any means. Um, Jordan McLeod really stepped up, made some plays. I had some good uh, information coming off the sideline, too, that helped us. And uh, it's a great team win. And uh, looking forward to a short break uh, before our next game. Uh, Jalen Green for the Dukes, five sacks in the game. That's a school record. Here's Signetti on uh, Jalen Green, who now has 13 sacks this season for that menacing defensive line up there in Harrisonburg. Uh, five sacks, <coughs> which I think is a school record. That last sack happened so fast, I didn't even see it. Like, I didn't think anybody could be sacked that quickly. Um, and uh, he's just been an incredible player uh, for us this year, and all those guys are just doing a super job. Our defense was uh, tremendous. Our front played really well. That's a team that's going to be in the AP Top 25 next week. They were just on the outside looking in last week. Uh, strong performance on national television. That's absolutely where they're headed and will reignite that national debate over whether or not they should be allowed into the Sun Belt title game and allowed into the postseason this year. They're second at the FBS level. We'll, of course, get into that later in the program. One other note from the game for those of you who watched it, a very scary injury there in the second half. Uh, Marshall's J.J. Roberts took a hard hit. He was down for about nine minutes, um, had to leave on an ambulance. Uh, it's a very scary situation there at Marshall. Um, a Jim Workman, he's a radio host up there in Huntington, uh, tweeted out this morning he spoke to uh, J.J. Roberts' mother. Uh, he remains in the hospital, um, but it has, has movement, has feeling, and um, Use the hashtag all is well. So a very positive update from Marshall this morning uh, for those of you who are watching that game of a scary moment there as he went down. Uh, Lots of college football this weekend. We'll get you ready for that. Uh, As we go on through the show today, Penn State, Ohio State, obviously your headliner at noon. And then if you've got the CW, it's like the NCAA tournament, right? They put the games on true TV. Uh, this is the True TV game. It's the CW game of the week. Uh, Virginia at North Carolina. UNC's number 10 in the nation. They're rolling. 
Virginia 1-5 with the win over William and Mary. Bit of a mismatch on paper. We'll see if the Hoos can hang. Of course, locally, it's golf weekend. The Dominion Energy Charity Classic in town. Yesterday was Pro-Am Day. We were out there doing the show. We had a ton of fun. Now, things were running a little late. We were unable to get Parney and crew on the show. And so then they finished up on the 18th green. They came up to the clubhouse. Uh, Coach Ryan Odom was very kind. Um, they were running late. He said, I got to get to practice. They've started practice. So he he was going to be on the radio show. He said, I got to practice. Do you, do you want me to do it on the cell phone later? He was very, very kind, very gracious with his time. I said, go, go practice. I'd, I'd rather have you win. And we talk about that than me keep you for for a segment about bad golf here. Uh, but but we had Parney and Noah Khan. Um, here's what happened during this interview. I had my my podcast microphone, which which is like it picks up everybody at the whole table. We had a little, little round table with Parney, Noah Khan. Noah Khan's brother was there caddying for him. It was it was a great day uh, for for them. They were having a ton of fun. But Parney didn't didn't understand how the podcast mic works. So every time he talked, he like leaned into the middle of the table and shouted into the podcast microphone. So Noah Khan, music professional, uh, sounds good here. Sometimes Parney's voice can be a, a little loud, uh, but th- this is this is good radio. You're going to want to hear it. Here's Parney Noah Khan yesterday at the Dominion Energy Charity Classic after their round. All right, we're back, and uh, we're here at the course. It's uh, Noah Khan, Parney. You guys oh. know Parney? Noah's we're doing a joint interview? Yeah, there you oh, go. Sweet. Here's my new BFF, so yeah. we're cool. We really connected out there. I had a blast And we're about ready to connect at the 19th hole. Yeah. So we're done here. Yeah, as is tradition. I got to confess something. I messed up your name earlier. I don't know if you heard it, but I called you Peeny by accident. Oh, did you? And I'm okay. really sorry. That's about what our that. Latin players call me, Peeny, sometimes. <laughs> okay. Well, so I'm sorry to mess it up. It was a blast playing with you. You're an awesome guy, and I'm sure your players just love love, love playing for you. So. Thank you very yeah. much. It was great playing with you as well. That was awesome. Who, who's the better? Who's the best golfer in the group? I don't know. No, outside oh, of Chris DeMarco. Chris DeMarco. <laughs> it was. I think everyone had a couple holes, right? Yeah. Like I feel like I was more like better like putting than I was in anything else. But you had a birdie, didn't you? I had a birdie. Uh, Mooney had a couple really nice holes. You had a couple really long drives. I think yeah. you, were, you were driving in a mile. I felt like I just played my game, which is like I have one good shot, a hole, and it leaves me with like a p- double bogey or a bogey, and I move on. And I, the best advice I ever got was you're not good enough to be mad. So I just have some fun, <laughs> and I had a, a great company today, so it was a blast. Yeah, we, had, we had a great group, and I can't say enough about Chris DeMarco was just amazing with all of us. Like, he really was. He was reading our putts, and I mean, he was just a really – Good thing. I think that's indicative of what this tournament means in this community, how this community connects with these pros, these celebrities like Noah that come into town. You know, they have Chris Mooney and Ryan Owen playing side by side when come February they're going to be barking at each other on the mm-hmm. sidelines when Richmond plays VCU. It's just a really cool day, and it's a day that I look forward to every year. You're going to be unofficial mayor of Richmond, but we got to get you honorary citizenship or something, Noah. You're kind of a regular here now. Hey, he's already on it. I have nothing but love in Richmond. My grandparents live in Williamsburg, so every time I'm here, I do feel like I'm coming home in a way. And I've just always felt connected to this community. I've been playing here for six years. I've played some pretty small venues in town, and I've gotten to play some big venues in town too. And uh, it's always exciting to be here. And yeah, I think to, to echo what Parney said, being out in the course and seeing a pro be so generous with his time and to give advice and to give reads to regular citizens like us a really cool experience and uh or irregular citizens like us yeah right, right. <laughs> regular golfers yeah, I, um it was really cool and i felt like it's gonna be hard to go play to go play a regular round without cameras and without a professional golf player next to you 
I got to embarrass no, I haven't embarrassed him all day. All well, right. I embarrassed him on the course a little bit by my play. <laughs> but so I've been playing in this tournament for six years now. John Daly, like the list, like so. My daughter and I were at the beach not too long ago. She goes, Dad, are you playing that tournament again? I go, Yeah. She goes, Who are you playing with? I go, uh, a musician named Noah Khan. She goes, Oh my God, you're <laughs> playing with Noah? That's the best thing ever. So oh my daughter my Sammy sends her love. Is she coming tomorrow? No, she lives in South Carolina. Uh, okay, well, we might uh, call her later. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have a couple of cores lattes at the 19th hole. Again. I mean, look, it's it's incredible, and like I've played shows for 100 people in town, and now I'm doing. I played Iron Boston for I don't know 30,000 yeah. people, something like that, yeah. and. Uh, it's an honor to be recognized and to have my music be spreading so far, and um, not a, not a day goes by that it's lost on me. So that's really cool. Tell your daughter thank you, and and uh, it's always such a special moment to hear somebody knows the music. That's awesome. We're the home of the Rams, and Coach Odom was out there. This is his first charity classic. Mm -hmm. how, how is he on the course? Is holding his own. Yeah, it was great. It's good. I mean, he like he, again like like Mooney and and like Parney and I. Would, he feel like he had a couple holes where he was leading the leading the show, and then. I don't know. I feel like we were a good group because, like, when someone was like having a couple of tough, tough swings, like somebody else would step up, and it's fun doing it this way where no one's you're not playing against each other, you're playing for each other, and that's always fun. And as coaches, I'm sure you relate to that. Like, and and Demarco, like Chris, really held us together too. Like, yeah, really, he, he, huh, yeah, stunning. Yeah, he, 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 well, as far as like he could tell who was in their pocket, who was who was really doing good on that particular hole, and he would really help whoever point was going to count. Right, mm -hmm. like it was really cool to see how he like knew what was going on at all times i can't say enough about it he was really awesome great leader yeah great leader lots of good leaders in our group today coaches and then a selfish musician <laughs> just bringing everybody down and thinking about myself what's my real score i don't care what the net score is i want to know what i really shot but uh yeah a wonderful group yeah Super it was fun. awesome that's awesome thanks for joining us guys appreciate it thank you guys what a blast have fun go nuts <laughs> that's right have fun go nuts baby there we go. Great interview with those guys. Uh, we got to step aside because Gary Hess is up next. We'll revisit that pairing. Uh, we had a great time at the golf course yesterday. It's MP on the mic. You're listening to 910 The Fan, now 105.1 FM. One sixteen, a Friday morning, having some fun driving you around Richmond, taking to the top of the hour. AWOD Radio takes over. Grant and Danny later today on The Fan, and then high school football with Gary Hess and special guest Stu Brown, legendary Verina coach, in the booth tonight for Henrico Hanover. Uh, show starts at 6.30, kick at 7, right here on The Fan. Right now we're going to play a fun game. Our friends Blaine Lay, Chris Painter here, uh, both Richmonders to the core, and uh, we're going to play overrated or underrated. They're going to share with us, and I will share, things about Richmond. And they will weigh in. And Stubb, you can weigh in too. You're 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 hardcore. Yes. Dirty Richmond, like everybody else here. You know, all the way. <laughs> You've been living downtown for three months. You've been that's, living downtown for three time. entire months. So you're you're fully qualified to make a judgment on the city that has existed for 500 years. <laughs> I see no issues here. <laughs> it's overrated or underrated. We're playing about Richmond things. Blaine, would you like to kick us off? Yes, I'm going to start. Overrated. Underrated or properly rated. You can say properly oh, okay. rated. The idea, if you're the idea that Richmond is an outdoor city. Your thoughts, mm. Mm. Chris? I don't know. I think I think it might still be underrated at this moment um, because I do think Richmond has a lot to offer uh, from that regard. But I think it's underutilized. 
it's definitely underutilized. Right. There's so many people that like don't go outdoors at all and don't yeah. do outdoorsy things. Yeah. yeah, super underrated though. Belle Isle's like the best. There are like five cities in America that have something as good as Belle Isle. Like the trails downtown. I don't even ride a bike and I love going down there. Like yeah. just walking around. Yeah, big big time underrated for me. I'm gonna go the other way. Uh oh. I think it's so I think Spicy. Richmond as an outdoor city. I think overrated. I like the. I love the river. I think Outside Magazine rated us the number yes. one outdoor city in the planet. Blaine, planet? <laughs> right, that's what who I'm saying. You, like, who are you to question their? But authority? they need content. Like, <laughs> I think a properly rated outdoor city is like Boulder, Colorado. Like Richmond is like, yeah, hey, we got a couple cool trails down by the river. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. Who are we? Who are we comparing our compared to Washington D.C.? Yes, we are more outdoorsy than them. Richmond is the number one town. For rating itself number one in things and celebrating <laughs> yeah. that rating. That is true. Nobody goes harder on a top ten list inclusion right. than Richmond, Virginia. But I think it's Agreed. random publication that says things about cities and then we cherry pick and we're like, oh, this this publication said we're great at X, so let's now talk about X. Mid-sized Virginia Cities magazine says Richmond's number one <laughs> right. in 2023. Exactly let's right. Let's have a parade. Yeah, but do you think like if, if it was more popular or more like accessible to people who don't enjoy the outdoors? Because I think when you go to a place like Boulder, in your mind, you're like, okay, let's do something outdoorsy, even though I sit down most of the time. And what, what, he's, what Blaine's correctly identified, though, is we need a mountain. And I'm fine with an artificial one. I love this take, yeah. <laughs> if you're going to go hiking, you're going to drive an hour west on 64 to go do your cool little, but yeah, yeah artificial okay. mountain. They, okay. You've been to Shenandoah. They have so many mountains. I don't think they'd miss one of them. That's right. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> I think without a mountain or a beach, you can't be number one outdoor city. You need one of the two. (laughs) Okay. I accept that take. There you go. It's it's been deemed valid. All right. Chris? Yep. Overrated or underrated or properly rated? Um, I think the one I'm setting forward first is uh, breweries in Richmond. Breweries in Richmond. I'm going a hard overrated here because I've been to a lot of American cities. They all have breweries. Mm -hmm. Um, There are... I can name there are great beers in Richmond. Uh, the Falcon Smash, a triple oh, crossing, very good, very yeah. good. great beer, um, great pizza there too. The Ooh. gingerbread thing at Hardywood, I'm good. I'm good with that. Like seasonally, pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I'd like tried a, it once. I'd it's like great. a few sips of that, at, at like November 28th ish, and then I don't need to hear about it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Saison mm-hmm. at Ardent, mm-hmm. I've always mm-hmm. enjoyed. Uh, so not that there aren't stands out, but nothing that like you could sell this nationally and people's minds would be blown. I don't think. Yeah. I think the Vale's pretty good a couple times I've been. They've got the, the like, the super, like, the slushy beer. Yeah, they have really interesting stuff. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a thing? It is like, now? Uh, what do they call them? <laughs> like a, what is rated like a, by MP on the mic, the number one brewery town in America for slushy beer. <laughs> yeah, for mid-sized cities. <laughs> We're the leader. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think, like, slightly overrated. I'm glad that they're there. I don't go them to them very much, but slightly overrated. What's your take, Chris? Yeah, I well, think. Hang on, hang on. Oh, yeah. hang on. Oh. Uh, I have never been to a brewery, so I'm going to stay out of this one. <laughs> oh, I like that. Okay. This, that, actually, that might actually reinforce our takes here. Although, you, you're a big movie guy. Oh, I'm a movie guy. They're turning the movies into the brewery anymore. I uh, mean, every, everybody's going hard with like... Yeah. There's something to be said for the simple movie theater experience. Do you do popcorn at the movies? I do nothing. nothing. I, I saw Killers of the Flower Moon yesterday, so I was in a theater for four hours straight. Wow. And it's a four-hour-long movie? Three and a half plus trailers, so I was, I was there for four. That's so long. Didn't, didn't have a snack, didn't have a drink. You could wow. double-header that with the Taylor Swift movie, and that's your day. <laughs> wow. Like, that's the whole day. I could hear some Taylor 
playing through the walls a little bit. I'm sure. Where are you at? So you're a movie, movie. I'm just going to derail it. So that, that's how the show works. Hey, I derail us and then we have fun. Uh, the Taylor Swim movie, they're like encouraging people like stand up and dance and sing. Does that, you and I, we both dabble in the Taylor. We're both fans. Yeah, I, I dabble. But, but how do you feel about that <laughs> as a movie guy? I, I think it's fine. If I, I'm like worried about like the, the theaters next to Taylor. But I think if it's a concert, I've never seen a concert in a theater. I think that's yeah. a different etiquette. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way, our guy Parney just texted me, wait until I open Parney's pub in the Diamond District. It'll be world changing. Oh, Ooh, yeah. World changing. So we'll have to revisit this topic. They yeah. it when we do the show from the pub on opening night, we'll revisit it. If the it. experience at a Squirrels game is any indication, I'm optimistic about what the experience will be at yeah. that pub. Yeah. No question. Well, Chris, see, my, okay, yeah, so my, my take... Pubs are different than breweries, right? So I think we need a little bell. We need a bell to say, ding, 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 all three overrated. (laughs) (laughs) And this is why. So when you first went to a brewery, I don't know, like 10 years ago, it was cool because they were making beer in there and you could like try it, right? They would give you a sample. Some like would give you a very generous sample. Samples are properly rated as the best. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, and then they sort of like grew. The laws changed, and they could actually sell you the beer there. But um, a lot of breweries they still don't like serve food because it's a brewery, not a restaurant. Yeah. Sometimes you'll get a pizza, but a lot of times you'll get like a very overpriced food truck option. Yeah. Um, and so it's just kind of like this vast warehouse space where you, you just are drinking beer, and um, and uh, it doesn't have the same amenities or the mm. feeling as a pub. You're right? looking for a more curated experience, I think. Yeah, I just it just has a, like has not crossed over into this experience of uh, like like maybe there's a new beer out and I want to go try it and that might be a driver, but it hasn't really crossed over to this experience of of like kind of like a full like being at a pub, right? So, None of us have food trucks on our list, but food trucks are overrated. We all agree correct, on that, right? Correct. Like there, there's no you can think on that if you want to give me a hot take on the I next think, thing, but that's I fine. I think both but of it, those are like I, a oversaturation. No question. Pub, so. All right, my item. Here we go. Rainbow cookies. Oh. oh. Rainbow cookies from Ucrop's Bakery. Stub, you went to the grocery store as a kid. You got your free rainbow cookie. I know you did. I I, I love them. Did you grow up in Ooh. Richmond? Did you grow up in Richmond? Yeah, I grew up in Midlow. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, but they have Ucrop's there. Yeah, I, I had a Ucrop's. We had those <laughs> potato wedges. We <laughs> Stand, I'm standing up. Yeah. We, we had the Ucrop's potato wedges. We had the rainbow cookies. Mm-hmm. I'd say underrated. What wedges hit? hit right. Yeah, the wedges. Yeah, Blaine, let's hear from the other side. I, I can tell. This I is a hot take. I just <laughs> I had to stand up and walk away because I've thought you mentioned this offhandedly. I I am not from Richmond. My okay. hot mm-hmm. take is mm-hmm. I think that they're overrated, and here's the reason why. If you love them, I I fully respect and honor you and those that are hearing this. If you love them, I think that those that grew up in Richmond are have like an emotionally coded experience from their childhood. Correct. You're I, not eating a cookie. You're eating a memory. Yep. Yes, that's Correct. right. Which, like, by the way, is the entire Duck Donuts business model. They're just regular. Totally. They're just regular donuts, but you eat them. And you're like, ah, remember the beach? Remember that mm-hmm. time we were at the yeah. beach house, mm-hmm. and instead of being on the water, yes. we were eating mediocre donuts. Yes. Ah. When I grew up, growing up, I used to go to Roy Rogers. It's a oh, burger establishment. Yeah. After swim meets on Wednesday nights, I would go there. I bring my ribbon and get a Sunday, and I always had this uh, exalted view of Roy Rogers. I got married, took my wife there. She's like, this place is not that good, and I thought. <laughs> Objectively, I think you're right. I think my view of Roy Rogers is emotionally coded from my childhood, 
in the same way that rainbow cookies are. That's my take. I, I was talking with a friend the other day, and he said, I went, I, went to, uh, I went to Chuck E. Cheese. Like, that place is really a dump now. Like, remember when we were kids yeah. and it was awesome? Yes. Yeah. But I think it was actually a dump when we were kids, too. <laughs> we just remember it yeah. fondly. Yeah. I wasn't aware that rainbow cookies were a local delicacy. They are a full-on Richmond delicacy. This yep. is news to me. If no, you go, oh, wait, wait, wait. You don't know. The rest of the world doesn't have rainbow cookies. I had no idea. Yep. No, yep. nope. Yep. The rest of the world has no idea. If you go the to the Yukon's food cookies. hall, you can buy a T-shirt with rainbow cookies. Yeah, the kickers have a uniform that's all rainbow that's cookies. Right. I yep. will say this though: Gelati Celeste's rainbow cookies ice cream, underrated, very good. Chris oh, interesting. Way in, Chris. You're day. you're from Richmond. Uh, no, rainbow I can't. Cookies. I can't decide. It feels like they're appropriately rated for people who live here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Always diplomatic. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. Sorry. Diplomatic. We got to take a break no before the, the mics overheat here from, <laughs> from the intensity that Hank takes. We're, we're going to step aside back with more Richmond overrated or underrated. But Blaine and Chris and uh, Stubb as well, our actual Richmond are weighing in. It's 910 The Fan, not 105.1 FM. Brown Island, Bell Isle, I'm running the trails. I bring my doggy dog and he's wagging his tail. Spandex, mountain bikes, jumping over rocks. And when I get too sweaty, I wade in my Crocs. In the water? Now apply some sunblock. We're tubing down the James in the heat of the summer. Hitting 804 when you're dialing those numbers. RVA, River City. We mean business, but we stay pretty from the north to the southeast and to west end. We got history in the making, so welcome to Richmond. All right, 1131. Blaine Lay in the studio. That's you. Uh, how long ago is that? 15 years? Yeah. 2008? 15 years. The River City Rock. This, this city still rocks <laughs> 15 years later. I love it. Blaine's here. Chris Payne's here. Stubbs on the other side. And... Just had a close encounter with death during the break. Yeah. I, uh, we need to interrupt programming for this story. I took a bathroom break, like I do, and I, I, was, I was... As one does. As I, one I, does. Do, I do often. I was mid-pee, a spider... No. ...dangles down from the ceiling right into my line of vision. No. I... Am horrified of spiders. Midstream, so midstream. It midstream. was midstream, and I you saw can't it. move. That's like I don't, I don't know what. To, like I started swatting at it. I, I almost <laughs> peed all over the Odyssey floor, and <laughs> luckily, I, I think we were safe. I, I got its string. It fell to the floor. I saw it crawl away. Wait, you, know, you, you didn't kill it? I was peeing. <laughs> I couldn't chase it down. It went into the. It went into the. Stall. I can't go in that bathroom ever again I, now. I think you prioritized the right thing though. I just I think you're so brave. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. You made it here. We're gonna have to burn the building to the ground now and start over. Yeah. And he came you came back and you just did the next thing. You're running you're running yeah, the just, board. Uh, super smooth. Yeah. I mean yeah. we the resilient. Resilient. I'm, I'm shaking nerves, still. nerves. Okay. Still. Uh but you you've got an overrated underrated for us as we as we carry on here at yeah. Richmond. This is personal to me. As this I personal. Live, like it's like a fifteen minute walk, so I go often. Okay. So so carry town. Carry town. Carry town. Overrated. Underrated. Or properly rated. Um, mm. Carrytown, if they closed it to cars, would be a 10 out of 10. Yes. yes. That's If they closed that street Correct. and it was like you put like tables in the middle, you know, like just people totally. milling around all weekend, it'd be a full 10 out of 10 for me. They Carrytown. need to experiment with that. They yeah. need to say, we're going to do a week, uh, Carrytown walk week. Yeah. Name it something cool. Put some picnic tables out there. Needs to make a watermelon festival week, you know. It's well, I was going to say that's like the only experience like the neighbors probably have with closing that street, and it's probably not a very good one. The watermelon but, festival, wildly uh, overrated. Well, it's, it's lovely, overrated. lovely that the whole town gets together yeah. to pay a dollar and eat their slices yeah. of watermelon. Watermelon's a good it, thing. But. There's too many people there with not enough activity Correct. to sustain it. Correct. Yeah. 
Blaine's in deep thought. I, yeah. I, I have like I love Carytown. I'm trying yeah. to gauge like no, how. No, Carytown, Carytown. Now this is personal to you. Which way are you going on this? I think it's overrated. Okay. Because every Ooh. time I go to a restaurant there, it's a little overpriced mm-hmm. and a little mediocre. I will say the there are some restaurants. We're not going to name names. There's some restaurants on this on the Carytown strip though that have survived for longer than they should. Then correct, there's a what's correct. the one by the bird? We will name names on that one. The one that like has all the foods. Is it the eatery? It's got like the yellow oh, coating yes, out yes. front. Correct, like across from the daily. Like yeah. we sell fried chickens, cheese steaks, like and veggie grease wraps, fumes, shawarma. Grease fumes, which I love. I'm always yes. like, oh, it smells like fries. I got to go in there. They yeah. have 100% of all available foods in there. You yeah. just walk in and tell them what you want. Well, it comes in very handy at like the, the nightlife end of things and you need a snack late at night. Absolutely. The eatery has been a... a I did the, they do the Big Lebowski like annual, there's a bar crawl and you wear bathrobes at the bird. That is underrated. Uh, I say, think Carytown. Say, say nom, Donnie, I'm no gonna rules. go like properly rated, but I could totally see overrated. I, I I I love Carytown. I think if you had like two more streets of Carytown parallel to it, it would be amazing. The and, Carytown District. Yes, the Carytown District. Mm. And I like I, I'm with you on like eliminate cars if there's a way that it doesn't impact businesses and you get some foot traffic in there. I like that there's a little bit of grit mm-hmm. and grime. Mm-hmm. When Mary they, Richmond. What was Mary it? West Richmond. Well, when S- West Elm came in there and the Capital One uh, coffee shop, which isn't terrible. I was like, what? What is? What's going? What's yeah. happening with Carrie? What's happening to my city? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah but bunch of a, Northern Virginians coming down here and gentrifying. Yeah, but I could yeah. see. Yeah. All right. I don't have a strong opinion, but I love the question's a great one. All right, Se- seasonal item. Oh, you got one more on that? I just think it's uh, slightly overrated. Slightly overrated. Yep. There you go. I think yep. I think we're all I think everybody's trending that way. How about that? Yep. Uh, seasonal item here. Halloween and specifically Halloween on Hanover. I don't know if mm. you guys are big Halloween guys mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. You know that that probably influences this as well, whether or not you go hard for Halloween. I I go hard for Halloween, but I don't know Halloween at Hanover. Like you're a South Sider, yeah. Well, let's, <laughs> so I don't know. We, we got to stay on our side of the river. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's overrated, personally. Um, if you wanted to have like nine blocks of Halloween party, um, then I don't know. It's like the the feeling that you might have as a neighbor on Hanover. That you're just a tall glass of cold water here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, underrated if you're six years old. <laughs> overrated <laughs> if you're over forty. Yeah, you're if you're a squirty. Like as a child, I think your mind is totally blown. But if another parent is like, you know what you should do is you should go to Hanover. You're like, ah, I don't the parking. Like, is it really? Yeah. I don't really. I could just go on my block. It's fine. Like your kids won't know any different. But if you take your child there. I think it is worth the headache to do it a couple times. Halloween on Hanover is to the six-year-old what spirit Halloween is is to us. You know, it's just a seasonal. It's all the excesses of the season all wrapped up in yep. uh, in yep. one place. Yep. I just think if you're you're a parent in the suburbs, you're just kind of like doing the slow roll in the car while your kids running house to house. And it, that is one you. thing I appreciate about living in a city. It's a walkable Halloween. Yeah. The driving Halloween. Yeah. Nobody wants the driving Halloween. It's you drive, dense, drive up, yeah. park, got to get yeah. out again. Got to slap your seatbelt on with your with big puppy costume. Mm. Yeah. Mm. What, do your kids have Halloween picked out? Do we? Are we set? So stressful. We're, we're doing yeah. a Mario yeah. theme this year. Oh, excellent. Yeah, like we got family? A, yeah, we got a Yoshi, a Princess Peach. Mario's hot right now. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Mario yeah. movie? Great. Yeah. There you go. No Bowser? You're going to be Bowser? New game drop today. New, New game, game. Uh, yeah, yeah, I actually don't have a Switch. Um, like that makes me want to get one though. Reading yeah. about that, it looks great. Looks good. It was. It's also Spider Man Day. What um, is the Mar- What's the Mario? It, game? It's also Spider Day in the Odyssey. It bathroom. is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of 
What? What's what? What's the Mario game? Uh, Mario Wonder. It's a Just new the 2D, newest Mario Brothers oh, adventure right. game. Yeah, that that successor to Super Mario yeah. Brothers and Mario Brothers Wii, and you know all the all the. They keep kidnapping Princess Peach, and at this it's point, really it's not, gotten out of hand. Not cool. That we need to we need to implement preventative measures at this point to keep it from happening again. <laughs> yeah, we should know better think, by now. You would think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's next? Uh, for me. Yes. Uh, topic. Yes. Okay. Topic is. It, I, I think I think we've exhausted Halloween. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, living on the south side of the river. Or south side of the river. South of the river. Now, yeah, south of the people river. who live north of the river can't weigh on on this. They've never crossed the bridge. They don't know what it's Ooh, like interesting. over there. Interesting. Yeah, never been. <laughs> it's always like the DMZ. It's like North <laughs> Korea to us. You just can't. We we can cross, but you can't cross. There's some invisible barrier. They're like, hey, you want to come over to my house tonight? Yeah. Like, you know, come hang out. Yeah, man, where do you live? Forest Hill. Oh, I am oh, yeah. watching mm-hmm. Netflix I gotta, tonight. Got to yeah. shampoo my hair. Got to yeah. shampoo my hair tonight. Yeah. I mean, Awad, you can't live south of the river. Not while you're dating. Not while you're in the dating game. It disqualifies half the pool. Half, uh, oh, you, you go to Scott's Edition. Hey, come over to my place. Sure. It's 35 cents to cross the river. Oh, I just <laughs> remembered. I'm tired. <laughs> uh, totally underrated, but I don't want word to get out there about that. I am yeah. a proud Southsider. It is the best part of town. We have great restaurants. We have great everything. Our parks are just as good as your parks. Uh, I don't want word getting out about that, though. As someone that lives north of the river, I would actually say that (laughs) south of the river is underrated. Yeah, you're cool, though. Because I think you you, you live you like close it. you live in the city, <laughs> uh, but even like way out like near Chesterfield Town Center, it's amazing. Like I, and Chris, you're not far from there. But my wife and I looked at a house a couple years ago, and we were like, "This is great. I see the appeal. This is underrated." Chesterfield Town Center is a bad mall. <laughs> but <laughs> I, there's that, not a lot of great malls. A bad but. mall with a great food court. Yeah, yeah. that's a five star food because it, it's all the knockoff places. Not it's not like Panda Express. It's like Beijing Fast. Um, yeah. You know, it's, for a while, it wasn't the Dairy Queen. You know, it was like the the Milk Maiden or whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They got the Hawaiian barbecue in there. I don't know why we have Hawaiian barbecue at the Chesterfield Town Center. That's the one seat of food courts. <laughs> Come at me, other food courts. Yeah. Yep. Well, food court rankings is truly a topic for a desperate, desperate day of radio. I mean, we'll you pencil have, that in for mid-July. When you have Short Pump Mall so close, yeah, which is just a lot. It's, I mean, it's outdoors. I thought... So Stony Point Mall had so much potential. Mm-hmm. Great mall, great layout. A lot of hype. But it was south of the river. Yep. You lost mm-hmm. half your customers right there. Like, yep. It's so close to Parham, though. Like The people who live on Parham will just drop right down. No, they won't. Yep. They will go out of their way to go to Short Pump. Yep. It was a slow bleed, but... It was a slow bleed. The hype just left. All right, got to step aside. One more segment left, though. Uh, it's 11.41. We're wrapping up Friday with some fun. AWOD Radio's up next. Grant Danny later tonight. This is 910 The Fan, not 105.1 FM. That'll get you fired up. Friday morning. Rocking out 11.47, which means we check in with our good friend Adam Epstein. AWOD Radio is 13 minutes away. Let's go. Uh, new Blink-182 today. It, it's a great day for all of us who are 17 at heart. Um, have you listened to it yet? <laughs> yeah, gone through a few of the songs. The Junkies uh, played, you know, 15 seconds here or there on that, their show. That was the full legal limit there. Credit to Stubb, yeah. who watched the Odyssey training video and cut it out at the exact correct time. Many props to him. I was talking to our program director, Zach McHugh, the voice of God, about this, and he was like, 
the way that they produce this, you can hear the drums so clearly. It's unbelievable. All right, that was my here, here are my quick observations. One, like there's way more Travis than there has been yeah. on the previous albums. And two, like it just sounds like they they like instead of like recording it for four dollars, like actually went into a real studio. Yeah, and I'm not so a good like, enough drummer. They went professional. It took them twenty years, but they went pro. Yeah, I don't know anything about drums, but he said that they're using he's using a double bass for the first time. Zach's so smart. Really? Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know what that means. But yeah, he's, so, I know. he's so smart. It's something with you, your foot pedal, but he's got them with both feet. This now, is too. week six of me being a radio man. Adam told me about XLRs earlier. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, don't, I hope there's not a quiz later. <laughs> You'll be giving it out at class. The professor, <laughs> Professor Phillips over here. I'm going to show up to your class one yes, day with just like that. a hat and a hood on. And try, you know, fail out. <laughs> See how long I could be the teacher's pet. It's doable. It's doable. We 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 have fun. Teach over VCUs on uh, on Mondays and Wednesdays, and uh, we have a good time. Blaine and Chris dropped by today. Thank you guys for dropping by. Um, but there was a story you wanted me to tell. I think. Uh, oh, you were so me during the break. <clears throat> we have children. Uh, uh, yeah, all of us in the room. Yeah, well, um, the three of us. Yes. I don't. I don't know about these guys. I, I think yeah. you you can offer a masterclass to folks on. I, I would say what a parent thinks is worth an investment and what a child actually experiences. A lot of a lot of parents. It's sort of a rite of passage to take your children to Disney. And I, you had a unique take on this, Michael, <laughs> that I would love for you to share with the people as a tip. I mean, it was like a light bulb moment for me as a parent. Adam, you'll want to take notes during this. So yes, um, I do take my my children down to Disney World. Um, we do what it what is known in in the parental circles, and this is semi famous now as fake Disney. Um, going into Disney World costs a ton of money. Uh, it's like one hundred and fifty dollars a day now, and then you got to buy the snacks, you got to buy everything else, and they're little. Like th- this was when the kids were like three and four and five. They don't remember things. So you know, three, four, five key age ranges. Right? Great age range yeah. for that. Spirit Airlines to Orlando, twenty nine bucks. And that's all the legroom a wow. kid needs, right? <laughs> like, they, you, you, you bring on your backpack for free. You, you can stuff everything you need in a backpack. They have tiny clothes. So we take the $29 flight down to Orlando, stay, you know, whatever residence in, you know, like on the fringes of Disney, you know, like the Disney Light Hotel. We're not in an actual Disney World hotel. Here's what we do. Here's what you do. Day one, <laughs> you wake up, you have breakfast at the hotel. Um, that's free. Yep. So we've spent no money so far. Kids um, love it. Kids love it. Yep. You play play around in the Pancake morning. Machine. You know, uh, sometimes we'll go to a playground, find a local playground or something. That's free, no charge. Um, we go. They do the character breakfast at Disney, right? Where like Mickey and Minnie come visit you during the breakfast, and they serve. They serve those up until noon. So if you get the eleven forty five reservation, that's lunch now. That's not breakfast. Um, so you're paying breakfast prices. You're getting lunch value. So you go over <laughs> to Disney, and, and, and you you're having you're having food. Mickey comes by, Minnie comes by, they're going nuts. They love Mickey and Minnie. These are iconic And you can do that without going into the park. Is you're that take, right? They're at the hotels. They're at the uh, Disney hotels, uh-huh. which you can go into for free. So we, we would go to the breakfast. Now, here's the part that's quasi-legal, but I think, I think the statute of, of limitations has expired. After we would finish the lunch, we would go to the pool at the hotel, uh, uh, the very nice Disney World hotel uh, pool. And we'd have a great afternoon at the pool. You got the Mickey and Minnie theme. Um, go back to the hotel. Uh, you know, have have a nice dinner wherever. Pollo Tropical's got like a two piece and rice and beans <laughs> for four ninety nine. The kids don't actually enjoy that, but I do. Um, and then you go home, and they they've got pictures to show at class. Like I hung out with Mickey and Minnie. I had a great time with my dad. I mean, you can add it up. That was less than a hundred bucks. That's what that's what I did. And I think wow. that w- <laughs> I, I I would add. Uh, well, first of all, thank you 
for the gift to humanity that you just offered. You're welcome. The key thing here, though, is the age. Walt range. Disney's going to send me a bill later today. So this, they're going to find you. Yeah, because I've had we've had conversations about this. I have a son that's six. I don't. I think the window is closed ah, for him. Yeah, you're on yeah. the fringe because there's. Now, a, yeah. I think there's like a, that three to five, like five. Uh, maybe a, is pushing a six it. year old will go to class the next day and be like. I went to Disney World, and one of the kids would be like, "Did you ride Space Power Mountain? Space Mountain? Did you you, you ride the Seven Dwarfs? Like, oh, that'd be like, oh, what's Disney that? World's a hotel, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, Michael. I, one thing I would disagree with you on is I do remember my trips to Disney like vividly. Now yeah. I was probably four or five, might have been even six, but. I do have memories of like the autograph book. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Yeah. But you uh, could always go back. You just don't have to pay. You're not going to pay premium prices like for. We, we went this spring. We went. My mom paid. So in full disclosure, we didn't pay. But we went into the park, Grandma. did all the rides. Like I, I'd never done all the rides. Yeah. Um, they slap. Like the Star Wars ride is legitimately great. Um, mm. Was Avatar the movie nobody's ever watched that made a billion dollars? <laughs> Stub, Stub watched it a billion dollars worth of times. That's how that's how it got to a billion. Do they still have the Buzz Lightyear ride? That oh was yeah, my where, you see, where you shoot the lasers. Yeah, yeah. So and it's great. a competition. So great. It's you a, versus your dad. Yes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, my dad and I. I mean, we're already trash talking the next visit, of course. Avatar is the only movie I know. It's like the highest grossing movie of all time. Nobody I know has ever seen. Like, <laughs> I've I've seen it, and and the second one I didn't make it all the way through. Yeah, I, I was a really? big fan of the first one though when it came okay. out. I will. I thought it was like Procahontas mixed with Fern Gully, and it just it worked for me. <laughs> An alien. It worked. A1's for me. one know. sentence movie review. That's <laughs> that, that's a good saying though. We need we need to, we need to be on top of that. We we need to hear stuff though. But the Avatar ride at Disney World is a full ten out of ten. Wow. It's great. I watched the second movie on a plane. That was my viewing experience for Avatar 2. I don't think Avatar was the meant to be The most technically impressive movie of all time. <laughs> yeah. Watched it on a plane, shoved between two people, headed to Denver, Colorado. Did you put on the 3D glasses for your like little <laughs> three-inch screen viewing They experience? didn't give me any. I just had my, my ginger ale and my pretzels. <laughs> That that may be top five all-time worst airplane movies. What, it, 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 why is great. the ride a 10 out of 10? Oh, you're like riding a dragon like through the mythical forest and oh. like... You know, it, it feels real. Like you know, you're, you're sweating at the end. Like you know, you were you were living living with this dragon. Really it, got to engage the core. All right. You really got to engage. Yeah. It, it, okay. It's a it's a full body workout. <laughs> I'm in. <Abs> <laughs> I'm in. It, it was it was a top. The other one, um, Everest Mount Mount Everest is a, it's mm. a roller coaster, and like you go up Mount Everest and tick 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 tick. Uh, spoiler alert. And then it goes tick tick. It yeah. like acts like it's broken, and you stop there for a second, like dangling backwards. And then it releases you backwards. Oh, no, 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 Spoiler alert. No, 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 The only roller coaster I full on can't handle is the Intimidator at King's Dominion. I did that once. I'm like, I'm never doing that again. Too much. It's too much. Because you keep going up. I think it's like a top 10. I think it's one of the 10 highest roller coasters in the country. Is King's Dominion overrated? Oh, it's cheap, though. If it costs money, it would definitely be overrated. For a cheap day of fun, probably not, though. Where are you at on that? I'm going to say underrated. All right. Underrated. I'm going to let you have enough time to conduct a radio program. Stubbs <laughs> waving at me. Thanks for listening. We're back Monday, hopefully a victory Monday for the Washington Commanders. I'm Michael Phillips. Listen to MP on the mic on the Odyssey app if you missed anything. AWOD Radio next. This is 910 The Fan, now 105.1 FM.
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 